recording. Let me just get comfy. There we go, we can, we're ready to go. Welcome to Cosmetics, the number one destination for all things cosmetic enhancements, skincare, and beauty. You're joined, as always, by aspiring beauty gurus, Ella James and Caitlin Gregg. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so for anyone out there listening today who is a total beauty and skincare junkie, then boy, do we have an episode in store for you. Today in the hot seat, we have Emily Alger, Sydney-based beauty editor who writes for publications including Grazia, Adore Beauty, Birdie, just to name a few. So welcome to the show, Emily, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So question number one, if we were to hand you a, in hot. <laughs> a $500 beauty, I mean, a $500 voucher to adore beauty, what would you buy and why? Oh my goodness. Um, $500 at Adore Beauty. Well, don't worry about the costing. Maybe just pick your top three. I can probably, in my brain, <laughs> estimate 500 I would buy the Dermalogica Microfoliant. It's just like one of those products I've had forever and I use it consistently. Probably like seven years since I got really into beauty. I've been using that. Wow. Is this the powder one that you've spoken yes. about? I yes. saw the article. <laughs> okay, can you I've explain? I've been meaning to ask you about this. Like anyone yeah. that follows my work, which is probably no one, but anyone that does will have heard me talk about this product. But it's just like an enzyme powder exfoliant, and I love to put it in just like a boring cleanser, and it gives your skin just like a really nice, gentle polish. Mm-hmm. It's not like a – it's not a full-on exfoliant, so you can't really overuse it, but it's beautiful. I love it. And how many times a week would you need to use that? I use it whenever my skin feels a little bit like crap, but that's probably what five days a week. It just <laughs> it just gives you a nice like a nice bright finish. Can yes. confirm she has yes. a bright finish. <laughs> yes. yes, I would definitely buy that. I'd probably buy a bunch of ultraviolet sunscreen. Mm, Their sunscreen is fan. Have you tried TBH's new sunscreen? Okay, so I have a bottle at home. Oh, and you haven't tried it I yet? I haven't used it yet. It's amazing. Because I've used, I was ultraviolet fan and then I tried TBH because it's it's literally like a moisturizer slash makeup base. So it's so nice under your makeup. Okay. It's like, like I find ultraviolet a little sticky still, although I do love it, mm-hmm. but this is a really nice. Okay, we're not asking you what you would <laughs> But now I need to go home and try it. I I try to finish something before I like crack another one open, especially Mm. sunscreen. But I've interviewed like uh, Rach, the founder of TBH. Oh, she's amazing. Blew my brain. Yes, you guys have an episode. We love her. her. She's so good. Mm. But she is like a beauty guru. Just Mm. like I, yeah, I was blown away by her. So I've written about that sunscreen, but I haven't, I haven't tried it myself. So it's on my list. It's like in my lineup. But I would definitely buy some ultraviolet. Mm -hmm. I love. Queen screen, Supreme screen, and lean Such screen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is that right? Yes, I think yeah. that's right. When my skin's feeling like broken out, I'll use lean screen. Um, I'd probably buy some Lano lips. I think you're out of money. Am I? <laughs> I'm definitely not. The, the ultraviolet is yeah, very, what are you very crunching well numbers <laughs> over here. I've got money for Lano lips. Yeah. It's like $15. <laughs> I'd get some Lano lips. Um, I don't know how much that's, more I have. We've heard about that as well. Haven't mm, we? Lano lips, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you gotta try Lano lips. Mm. It's the best. Maybe some 
medicate. I think oh, that's yeah. on Adore Beauty. Their retinol is really nice. Because mm. that's a cosmeceutical, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Yeah. What price point is that at? Ooh, it's probably, I don't quote me on this, maybe like 80, 90, I'm 100? just curious because I saw you loving Rationale and I love it too, but it just breaks the bank. So I'm looking for like other good... Yes. retinols okay. and vitamin c's and... i don't know if i should i could like zip my mouth <laughs> on the rationale until later but yes it's expensive Basically. and i always like kind of consider that before i want to talk about it too much because mm. it's it's not cheap i think the mm. individual products aren't insane but it's always kind of suggested that you buy mm. a couple of them at once mm. um yeah, I think I walked out with like a four pack. Yeah. Mm. I've it's probably one of the few brands that I still spend a lot of my own money on because it just works so well for my skin. But Medicaid, I think different products to their vitamin A, but it's still like a really nice a good retinol. A really nice product, yeah. Mm. Mm. Is that is that five hundred? Yeah, like, okay. I think so. If there was more money I'd just like I thought you were gonna offer us some money as well, but it looks like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're greedy over here. Yeah, I get like so. my free Tim Tam or whatever. <laughs> I'll give it to yeah. you guys. <laughs> you guys could have that. Oh, so let's take it a step back. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know how did you become a beauty editor? Yes, I feel like my story is pretty stock standard for this industry. I was like obsessed with mags, wanted to be a mag editor, probably from like high school age. So like, oh, you know, like Total Girl or? Yes. Oh my <laughs> God, throwback. So I interned at Total Girl and no Girlfriend. Way. Yeah, Bless. I interned at Pack Mags. Okay, wait, um, do you guys remember entering in the competitions where you'd like send in a pic of your dog or something yes. and like you'd be so convinced you were going to win? I feel like I don't know if I should say this, but when I interned there, I'm sure it's fine. It was years and years and years ago. <laughs> when I interned there, they one of the things they asked me to do was to write the horoscopes and I am like a diehard astrology fan. And I was oh, yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, where's the astrologer? Why would you have me? I mean, it was total girl. It's like so it was learning like, that children's not real. Yeah, yeah, I was devastated. Wait, I'm a little shook. Yeah, probably better to have me write it than someone who was like clueless. Mm, put your I, heart and soul into it. I knew it. all of the yeah. signs. I was very like, oh, I can do this. But yes, I was very into mags I loved writing I loved being creative I definitely just wanted to be a journalist and then when I finished high school I went to uni I did like a communication degree and um, majored in journalism and PR and I briefly considered like being a proper hard news reporter but I don't know it was too serious for me and it just I, I was more creative and I felt like it didn't really suit my skill set which at the time like I probably didn't have one (laughs) anyway I just did as much interning as I could which is which is weird about this industry there's a lot of like working for free I don't know I don't know how I feel about it I feel like it's illegal now isn't it like well I mean I don't I don't think so it's it's one of those things where there's so much value in interning both for like the intern and then the business or the publication who has Mm. them there Mm. I just think there has to be boundaries. Like, mm. mo- I feel like everyone I know in this industry is really great. They would never take anyone for a ride, but they're, yeah. I, like, I mean, I lived three hours from Sydney, so I used to commute. Like, I used to get up at 3.30 in the morning and catch, like, seven trains all oh the way God. to Sydney, go to Pacific Magazines in Redfern, do my day at Total Girl, and then, like, go four hours all the way home. Oh it, was, it was crazy, but I was just so desperate to, like, do this that mm. it was fine. Anyway, by that time, I had kind of made enough, like, very loose connections 
to end up in my first paid role, which was at Beauty Kate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Sigourney, who was like an ex-Vogue editor. And she she is, but I was just thought she was the best and she is the best. She was great. So that was kind of like my start and that was it. I and went from wow. there. So what's oh, your sorry. yeah, what's your role now? Like what's your day-to-day? Yeah, my day-to-day is like it's 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 funny because I'm technically a freelance journalist and beauty editor now, so my days are just always very different. Avocado toast with pickles. Very, <laughs> very chaotic. Yes. Um every meal is eaten at home. I work from home, so there's a lot of like mess I feel like I work in a really chaotic way but honestly every day is different I'm one day I'm writing one day I'm editing one day I'm interviewing or researching for a story and then I help with a lot of like I mean there's a lot of like content planning a lot of content strategy sometimes I'll be like testing trialing products I might be filming myself testing or try those products which is like the fun part it's a lot of creative work but there's so much admin as well like I feel like people look at these roles and they look so glamorous which to a certain extent they are but there's like a lot of emails a lot of meetings a lot of big hours but you know it's it's a lot of fun but it's very different like I've had days where I'm doing like interviews backstage at fashion weeks and then I've had days where I'm like painting a model's nails on a set of a photo shoot because like the manicurist didn't show up so always always different always an adventure yeah always an adventure lots of fun most of the time yeah I was gonna say we learned the hard way that content creation is a bitch yeah and people like this kind of they think you just write which is a big part of it but Mm. people underestimate influencers (laughs) oh my god seriously though like especially if you're having a bad filming day and you just can't you just I know it really irks me when people are like judgmental of some influences because I'm like you don't know how hard these people yeah, work like, yeah I've worked with like a lot of like top tier influences if I'm like interviewing them or maybe they're working on some sort of campaign and I'm I don't know somehow involved yeah these people work super super hard and there's so much work so much creative work a lot of behind and the yeah, scenes it's hard if you just don't feel like it like some days you like just don't feel like filming or no, deadlines wait for no one like, <laughs> some days you just have to turn it on and that's 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 really hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what's the best part of your job the besides best... meeting people like us? Yeah, <laughs> the best part, I feel like there's a lot of good parts. I I mean, I'd be lying if I, se- if I didn't say like product samples and like fun launches and like hanging out with other beauty editors wasn't great because it is. Um, I think when you like have an idea and it turns into something – real and tangible it's always really rewarding because often there's just like you think okay we'll do this it'll be easy to execute but often there's like a million things go wrong and you defy the odds so when you finally kind of get something published that you're proud of it's a really good feeling and just like working with other creative people which is like a blessing and a curse mind you but 90 mm. percent of the time it's good yeah and with product testing like i assume you get sent um bunch of stuff how do you like I guess sort the good from the bad and then like how do you I guess report honestly on it yes I love this question because everyone is just so baffled by how people try this many products yeah sometimes I'm like there's not enough skin there's not enough skin on my body to like do everything (laughs) I want to do face like hair body makeup 
I'll honestly give anything a try. I feel like they're like low stakes areas. My face though is like very diva-like. If I go too far with actives or like use the wrong products, use the wrong ingredients, my skin will just like turn to shit basically, Mm. which kind of makes, I mean, it does, it does all the time. I have adverse reactions like very often, (laughs) but I feel like I'm in a place now where I've figured out ingredients that work, brands that work or like types of products that work um you know and some products are like easy to try than others like cleansers for example mm, like yeah. you try it once you either like it or you hate it whereas mm. a serum you have to give it like a proper crack mm. but yes I have a pretty well-rounded like like an instinct I'm like this will work this won't and honestly I just don't try on myself products that I don't think will work just try it on a mate (laughs) get a guinea pig literally I know my Caitlin's our guinea pig family and friends are like very well stocked (laughs) beauty cabinets especially my sister but um yeah I mean a big part of the job as well is like not all of it is my personal thoughts on a product or my opinion or my experience Mm. with it so often you're just kind of like giving people the features and the benefits and Mm. like giving them the information that they need to make a decision for themselves. Mm. Um, But anything I'm kind of talking about from my own voice or my own perspective, I've tried it and like, I love it. So I'm happy to tell everyone, Mm. but yes, plenty of like red blotchy faces, plenty (laughs) of like, plenty of like breakouts. Like, yeah. When we first started this podcast, we weren't being sent products. We were buying them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, we were out there just buying so many products. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to try this. On top of that, we're seeing, like, I think I was having, like, two facials a week. There was like, a time where you were having, like, <gasps> several a week. And then yes. you just, on, at this one point that COVID hit, my skin just went, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. It was that, the stress, Not you know. Not to mention the time you gave yourself, like, an acid burn. <laughs> using yeah. That was the like, rationale, though. Because no, you only meant to use it twice a week. Okay, sorry. And you put it on two nights in a row. Yeah. Disclaimer, it was mm. a I mean, user I use it every problem. night, but it's very it's one, active. Though. Yeah, and I went okay. from never, ever, ever, ever doing okay. anything on my skin yeah. to, like, this whole regime overnight. Yeah. And I had these, like, <laughs> <laughs> like burns. I actually had no skin left on my face. Yeah, like, yeah. Thing. It was very yeah, good. I've done yeah. that with prescription retinol. I like mm, thought it was and... like Cetaphil, so I just slathered it on, and mm. I thought I had like thick skin. And you learn quickly. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You learn very quickly. Yeah, so we learned that the hard way, mm-hmm. and now we've just completely toned it back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I try a lot less on my face than people think I would. I think because mm. I was going to say, like, what do you do, like? You've got beautiful skin, but you would know. Imagine, like, you found like four great products that just make you glow, like as if you wouldn't just be like, I don't want to change. I know, and that's like, that's the thing is that I like get. You'd, I would think after all these years, I'd be like a bit over launches, but I'm just not. Like when something <laughs> new comes out, I'm like, I've got to have this. I've got to try it. It's going to give me the best skin of my life. I think I still get. I think like deep down, the reason why I kind of am okay with this job is because I just literally love beauty Mm. like if I wasn't like blessed to get like stuff sent to me for free as part of my job I would literally be at Mecca like flogging all my rent money on like you know the new drunk elephant moisturizer or whatever which sometimes I am (laughs) I still buy a lot of stuff have you seen our mecca giveaway (laughs) yes just launched a mecca giveaway today oh it's probably the winner's gonna be posted by the time this this gets released if the winner needs help i can like (laughs) <laughs> send them some recommendations i reckon i could burn through a hundred thousand dollars at mecca in a day like, oh my gosh yeah question anyway. do you have you got your boyfriend into skincare 
No. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I try. Like, I try. The best I've done is got him to wear sunscreen, like, semi-religiously, which mm. is, like, I don't know. Living with me, I'd think he'd be, like, very good on sunscreen. But the mm. other day he – yeah, it's all right. You can listen <laughs> to this. No, the other day he said book me in for Botox. Like, oh. he wants to get his – um. You know, like his wrinkle lines, his 11's done on his forehead, so. Oh, these guys. Yeah, but no, doesn't wash his face. I gave him a retinol once. It made him peel. Poor thing. So it's like never using this again. Yeah, a bit of moisturizer sometimes after he shaves, but like very minimal. But he has like perfect baby skin. So sometimes he's like. They all Maybe do. Maybe you're like wash his face with dirty yeah, gym towels. That's one yeah. thing that I've realized. Shampoo on his face. Yeah, I don't particularly know. with cleansers, though, Cetaphil. Like you just don't need anything else. It's always good. Yeah, to it's it always good. I always love a good drugstore cleanser, and that's yeah. what I'll do with like my Dermalogica powders. If I have like a bit of a bit of a boring cleanser, I put that in there, and it makes spice it, it up a little. Yeah, we gotta done. try this. Yeah, it's a little like razzle dazzle. I'm like, this is like a nice little hack for anyone with like a sad cleanser that they're just like <laughs> it gets your makeup off but you're like wow i wish this was like a bit more yeah fun to use yeah, yeah. Wow. and trick. so how do you stay educated on all the latest beauty and trends is there certain people you follow or you know publications webs- yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i kind of i almost look at beauty in like two senses especially in like the lens of work whereas i feel like there's this like functional side where you have to like give people information and you have to like look at innovations and ingredients and like speak to experts and then there's just this like really like fun glam side of beauty which I just love where you don't it doesn't matter what something is it just matters that it's beautiful and there's a really nice story behind it and you can just love it (laughs) for face value type thing but I kind of feel like I go to different places for different things I read like a lot of industry publications like Business of Fashion, Women's Wear Daily, Glossy. I feel like most editors and journalists will kind of look at that stuff. I always read, like, everyone else's work. Like, you know, I always check Vogue, um, Vanity Fair. I check, like, pretty much all the big titles most days, more so when I had, like, a proper full-time job. But And then Instagram, like, like everyone else. Yeah. I'm just, like, scrolling and saving on Instagram. I really love following, like formulators and scientists I feel like there's like a really cool space there where I get a lot of information Mm. and then I just love to follow like beautiful inspirational or like fun publications like things like Into the Gloss but even like speaking to like brand founders makeup artists and then PRs as well like a big part of everything that you learn comes from like public relations who are telling you what's coming and interviews that you do I always love to pick people's brain it's like a really nice part of this job is you get access to like a lot of people who are literally making the decisions that inform where the industry is going. So, mm. and then write own publications that influence people That's like us. Yes. <laughs> podcast, beauty podcasting is like quite cool, but mm. yeah, so many different places. I feel like I get my content the same as most people. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Oxygenetics Australia product that is makeup and skincare all in one. So many people spend lots of money on skincare and treatments only to put on makeup which blocks their pores and spreads bacteria. So when we came across Oxygenetics, a foundation which is aloe vera based and draws oxygen to the skin to heal and protect it from free radicals, we jumped on it. 
since using Oxygenics, our skin has been feeling fab, so fab. So slide into our DMs if you'd like to be color matched. And enjoy the episode. And so can you talk us through your current skincare routine? A day in the life of yes. Emily Algar. Yes, I morning will and night. like <laughs> the succinct explanation because I would just literally talk forever. My I feel like I always have the same steps and like similar ingredients, but the brands are like sub in and out depending on like what I've got, what's new. If there's like something everyone's raving about and I get my little mitts on it, I'll try <laughs> try that. But morning is always like optional cleanse. It's like such a funny thing because like people feel so strongly about cleansing in the morning. No, I've even Dr. Joseph Hickey said don't cleanse in the morning. That's it. He's It's because he's a rationale man, which is where I learned mm, about not cleansing uh, in the morning. Uh, what does it dry you out? Yeah, something? well, I mean, look, I'm – my hot take is like do what you want but I I'll cleanse if I go to the gym like when I go oh yeah if you're sweating you've got to yeah cleanse if you go to the gym I'd be like there's I don't think there's any like I'm like there's nothing you can say that would make it okay for you to not cleanse after the gym Mm -hmm. but I sometimes cleanse depends what I had on my face the night before um depends if I'm like I don't know if I just feel gross or sticky I'll cleanse if I don't want to I'll just like splash with warm water and towel off yeah, some people are very like you must cleanse, and other people like don't cleanse. But mm. I'm just like give both Do a crack and right. see what you like. <laughs> yeah, always that. Then always like some sort of antioxidant. At the moment, I just finished the Emma Lewisham skin reset, so I'm back on my rationale train. Is that vitamin C or just? Yeah, so there's like a cocktail of like vitamin B? C, vitamin B3, like niacinamide. Mm. I kind mm, of always... I love niacinamide. Same, it's the best. So love that good. ingredient so much. I always have like those kind of things in the morning. Then I'll usually use like a hyaluronic acid. I've got my Dr. Sturm one at the moment, which is like so wildly expensive. Mm. I didn't want to love it because I'm like, the price is insane yeah. well, look i'm gonna be honest like we did an interview um with skin mart and they they're they sell their dermal therapists and they sell okay. cosmeceuticals and they were basically just saying that you know comp brands like barbara stone are so high in price but then they're not even a cosmeceutical no. like they're not they don't have the high actives that a cosmeceutical yeah. would have i love her like i have so much but i've heard her products her. are amazing the brand is amazing but yeah. i definitely don't think that the price is like adjacent to the products (laughs) anyway but it is beautiful um i will be like sad when that one's gone and i always just like sandwich every layer with like a mist usually just like french water in a can basically Mm -hmm. the event is my favorite um and then always a moisturizer i've got a few on the go at the moment um one is like actually like a lab sample i don't think i can say what it is i'm so sorry and then the other one is my rationale day cream which i love Mm. and then sunscreen always usually like ultraviolet dermalogica i love ultraceuticals i can't wait for you to try tbh tbh my favorite of i do love aspect any spf i love like the bondi sands one is really good yeah whatever is like kind of on the go in the bathroom and then night is always like double cleanse that's one time i am like cleanse. like super serious about cleansing um whatever sometimes use a balm sometimes use an oil anything that's like gentle non-foamy sometimes i put my dermalogica in there sprinkle that in 
And then I basically rotate like, like an exfoliant and a vitamin A. So again, it depends on like how my face is feeling, but vitamin A. I just finished a prescription one, um, skin software, which I really, really, oh, really yeah, like. I've seen that on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. It's like the best little service. That's prescription though. Um, sometimes my rationale, vitamin A. I'm just about to start a new one from SkinCeuticals, so keen for where that would watch take this me. space so yeah an, watch this space i have an aha and a retinol but i In don't know no uh. but like are you meant to like alternate them i mean i think like probably is the best i mean yeah. everyone's different like i've used when i'm on my rush now i use an exfoliant and the vitamin a in one night which most people would like mm. make the skin burn off but for me it's just like so so good but generally i'll do like an AHA, BHA on one night and then my vitamin A the next night next, yeah. and maybe have like two nights off a week. I might use like tanning drops one of those nights. It's actually very oh, regimented. I saw you yes. post about that. Your skin looks amazing. <laughs> is this the Ecotan ones? Any. I love them oh, all. Yeah. Ecotan is good. Because they have the hyaluronic acid in it and it makes you really glowy as well. Yeah, I've been using them lately to work so instead of makeup. Yeah, they're like, mm. it's, I don't know why more people aren't like amongst this, but you can just put like a few drops in your moisturizer mm. and you'll wake well, up. In the just, moisturizer. Yeah, I mean, the eco tan is like a water type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, so you can just like kind of slap that on. See? But drops, I'll put them in my mm. moisturizer and you just wake mm. up like glowing. Better. <laughs> wow. Kind of thing. Yeah, just like a bit more even. Like, yeah. You just wake up and you're just like, oh, I just look a bit like mm. meh. I, yeah. I feel like it takes that away. Gosh, can I come over and try some yeah. yours? Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I feel like I have so many tanning drops. I should have brought <laughs> some to this podcast, but yeah. What's your take on sheet masks? Do you ever do them? I love sheet masks. People like shit on sheet masks as well. <laughs> and I understand it from the um, environmental perspective. I feel like most brands are doing better now in terms yeah, of like biodegradable, biodegradable yeah. sheet masks. Yeah. Honestly, I think if you want like good skin for a day quickly there's just like they're the best thing for it can i just ask would you rather clay mask or sheet mask because we asked our followers the other night and i think the clay mask came out on top but i really? couldn't be more shocked i think clay masks are annoying i mean unless you've got really bad skin yeah. then maybe they they're just I... irritating when you have to take them off yeah. yeah i used to be like a clay mask addict right but it was because mm. i grew up with really bad acne and i was mm. like anything would dry my face off I would just be like give it to me yeah but when I kind of like started learning more about skin I was like I'm actually sucking like every last drop of like goodness out of my face no wonder I have like such inflamed irritated spots Mm. but I will use a clay mask there's very few clay masks that I like there's a couple good ones for sure the good ones I've, I just started using the new go-to one, and I do think it is really the nice. Mask like or clay mask? Clay mask. Okay. Yeah, and I really like um, or Origins. Their clay mask is really nice. But if I had to pick, like, sheet masks 100%, yeah. I just feel like the results are immediate. I like mm. anything that makes me look good straight away. Immediate glow-ups. Yes, yeah, immediate glow. What are your other secrets to glowing skin? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, you got to kind of start with, like, I mean, you know, try and eat well, drink water, sleep, all that stuff. Like, I try to, but I definitely don't do it all the time. 
that nice intentions. Yeah, my, like my <laughs> lifestyle one. definitely shows up on my face. So like I try. Same. Okay, yeah. do you break out when you eat badly? Because no one can believe this. If I eat pizza, within the hour, I will have a pimple. Well, I think this mm. with dairy, right? And I mean, I haven't had any proper medical diagnosis. I'm and, not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, the scientific links are weak or whatever, but like, I swear to God, when I like go <laughs> like ham on cheese or like I stop eating dark chocolate and I like go nuts over a block of Cadbury, mm. I feel like it definitely shows up on my face a few weeks later. But I don't know. I think that's like a very personal anecdotal kind of thing. Mm. So... Yeah, but if I'm, like, eating bad, not sleeping, my skin will look crap, and that's when I'll kind of, like, rely on products to, like, make me look better. But I don't know. I think it's all in skin prep. Like, my skin's kind of oily, so I don't mind a little bit of, like, I call it, like, a glow. It's it's grease, but, like, <laughs> I feel like it kind of makes my skin look a bit more glowy. I feel like sunscreen is, like... Obviously, I wear it for protection, but I really think it's, like, one of the best, like, dewy... Oh, my God, way too dry, deviate. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just saying, I'm it's that go... effect, and I was thinking that the I'm other literally going to go home and try on this sunscreen yeah. at, like, 9 o'clock at night. Um, yeah, I always think, like, people... You should wear sunscreen to protect your face, but I'm always, like, it's such a good, like, glowy... Because I find sunscreens are normally, like, quite emollient, and they have, like, a dewy finish. So I always think sunscreen is, like, also a great primer. And I'm always just, like, even on, like bad skin days i just think like minimal makeup use concealer where your skin looks like crap and then just and take the foundation off your nose take the foundation. i haven't forgotten yes. that one emily it's taught me that trick. yes i copied it off this girl on instagram um she's a makeup artist but she'll do her whole foundation and then like wipe it all off her nose so it's almost like an optical illusion that like you don't have foundation on because your Wait, nose what? is just looking all nude yeah. So you just, like, you take the foundation off your nose, just here. Or, like, you could just not apply Hang it on, to your nose it. at all, but yeah. I don't know why. I'd put it all over, then I'll, like... Do you mean, like, just this part of your nose? Or yeah, like the just, whole... like, just like the bridge, I guess, because, I, I mean, I have, like, a little bit of freckling on my nose, so I guess when that is, like, visible, you get this, like... Natural this look that like oh she is she wearing is she isn't she like oh, oh god she's got great maybe skin. it's Maybelline <laughs> yes can't take credit for that I mm. definitely copied it off a girl on Instagram but yeah any just I always think like yeah even on days when my skin feels like not great less is usually more mm. and Sometimes. what trends should we look out for this year 2021 I know. what's coming up I was like pond I've been pondering this all day I feel like. I mean, in terms of maybe skin, um, it's been, like, a really interesting, like, 18 months for skin because I feel like last year people were either applying every single product they own or they were, like, literally applying nothing. Um, and now, I mean, it's, like, I feel like everyone's talked about it forever, but everyone's wearing masks, so that obviously does affect your skin. I feel like people will... I didn't want to use this word because it's been like every subject line of every email I've gotten. Unprecedented. <laughs> no, not even unprecedented. Oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> no, but like skin, skin minimalism. So people Ooh. are like either really pairing. It's like a pinch. It's like the Pinterest trend to watch for 2021. I thought you were going to say mask me. I've seen that one. No, around. mask me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I always just pull like, like a pimple patch under my mask if I've got like a 
like mm. a hydrocolloid sticker. Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna just be so honest right now. I freaking love the masks. If you're feeling shitty, you're just like, yeah, I'll cover my half I don't my face. The masks either. I like. I'm just like, oh god. Yeah, it's very like. You have no idea what's yeah, going on under here. Introverts as well. Yeah, but also, do you reckon it's gonna? Obviously, we're not gonna have them forever. But maybe globally, where masks are gonna carry on, it's gonna kill the lip filler business. Because every yeah, no one's actually, gonna be getting filler you know in there. You guys would like literally be the expert on this, not me. But, like, certain procedures will, like, gain much more traction because people are, like, all of a sudden focusing on the top half of their face. Foxy eye. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind a brow lift. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, yeah. I Get think, the brows sticking out the yeah, top of the Yeah. I was like, I need really fabulous brows to, like, <laughs> come over my mask. But, yeah, I think people will, like, rein in their routines a bit. I feel like that's kind of like an Australian thing, too, is to be, like, quite minimalistic and then also I think people are just like really conscious of consumerism and like why buying all this stuff what purpose does this serve like do I really need 20 products in the same category like no I don't which is probably something this industry needs Mm. Um, and then also like obviously from an environmental perspective as well just like being a lot more considered with packaging and all that kind of stuff but other than that I feel like the only like big 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 trend I'm really like super excited for is like personalized skincare. Mm, I thought like there's always my totally. yeah, there's always like really cool services that are offering like my new this new retinol I'm using, um, spout to use, is skin cuticles and you like go in and have a consult. It doesn't have to be retinol, the serum can be anything, but they mix up a product for your skin concern. Mm, interesting. Yeah, so you have got, you like, heard of um Universe Skin? No. What's ah, this? we'll put you in touch. Okay. We actually will. That would be. It's from it's like Dr. Hickey at All oh Saints, God, has he it? You could literally like put Vaseline in a plastic <laughs> tub, and I would be like, "Give it to me now." <laughs> it's it's an it's. Have you seen us post about the SPF sunbrush? Yes, it's that brand. Yeah. But basically, oh, what they okay. do is you go, you have a consultation with the for the way you get a photo of yes, your face, the okay. analyzer, mm-hmm. not the one from Le Petit Saint. They have like a another, another like one. a serious one that mm. scans your face as well. Okay. And then they pick all the ingredients and. In front of you they like like all together yeah okay and then it comes out as a serum yeah how good Mm. because i think like i mean it's easy for people like us to be like get this serum get this ingredient do that do this do this i'll be looking fabulous but i forget that like a lot of people just like are so overwhelmed Mm. which like as if you wouldn't be there's so much stuff. Yeah. So if you I didn't even it, know what salicylic acid was until about six months yeah. ago. Yeah, serum. I, she was saying serum. Serum. Yeah. I actually didn't know what a ser- ser- serum, serum was. Yeah, putting up stories being like serum. And I'd be like, dude, it's serum. Like, <laughs> She's like, please stop. You're embarrassing <laughs> us on our channel. Yeah. No, it was very Yeah, but people are like, what, what is a serum? Like mm. literally people are asking these questions. So I think if there's like services that can give them like a really effective – product for their face and Mm. for their skin concerns or like you know to hit whatever goals they want to hit that's like really good and then it also saves you a lot of money like buying and testing and trying like 101 things yeah yeah so I think that's like interesting I think we'll see like a lot there yeah I definitely think Mm -hmm. personally like the one message that has been not even just in skincare but everything we've done in interviews is how important it is to have that, like, to know that everyone's different oh and God, what yes. might work for one person. Won't like, work for the other. God, retinol works great for you, but on me, I got yeah. some burns. So. I just, like, can't even stress that I think that, that was enough. an application. User <laughs> error. User <laughs> error, mate. Yeah. Actually, don't apply morning and night every day. Yeah, mm. no, I can't stress that enough. Like, 
sometimes I have these like internal dilemmas where I get weird about preaching about certain products because at the end of the day, like you could have the most bulletproof skin routine where like every product is like cult following and everyone raves about it, but there's just no, there's just no blanket rules. Like there's, except for sunscreen, I just honestly, there's nothing like some it's just people, like ingredients yeah. and food though. Like yeah. some people love coriander and some people fucking hate it. <laughs> I, do love, I do love coriander. Yeah, too. <laughs> I Thank love God. it. Oh, I don't know. I don't this know. could have got awkward. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm very like pro coriander. Oh, but an yeah. interview we actually did release a couple of weeks ago, um, Skin Mart, they do free online Zoom consultations. So they're like an online skin store. So but good. then you can actually get a free booking with them and talk through your skin concerns. So and then they yeah. like will tailor. They'll help you out. Yeah, mm. which yeah. I think it's so true. Like it's so overwhelming, like going into Mecca. And I just remember once going in and being like, I need a cleanser. And just this it's so overwhelming if you don't have the education behind it yeah it's really overwhelming and like even asking for help like I spent my whole like teenage years like in the Priceline I went to Priceline for like Mm. six years Mm. and even like people would ask help but I I mean working in retail is different like you don't try every single product that you like have on the shelves because you gotta pay for that and you work everything on (laughs) really I was like why do only try (laughs) okay wait when when I worked at Chic, babe. Oh, <laughs> I was like, man, retail 14 years, nine months wage. I wasn't like buying a million products. But um, yeah, like even then they'll only recommend maybe like they've tried a handful. It's just, yeah, it's really like, it's, it's hard. There's so much stuff. So I get why people are just so, 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 so confused of what to, what to buy. Totally. The other thing is I've been told like not to bag out on mecca but just to be cautious like i've been told definitely some questionable info from shop like people in the shop floor and it's not their fault like they're literally just casual or full-time workers but like it it could be a casual student just working there for money and they don't necessarily know that much about skincare so i guess you have to be careful like any retail is like and i think the person like they're you know without getting like too into it but like you know, like I even worked at David Jones, for like a luxury brand on the counter. Like I was like 19 years old. Like I didn't know I'd had training and I understood the products, but like, I didn't know when like, <laughs> yeah, when like an 80 year old customer came in, like I probably wasn't super equipped to mm. like properly help her kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I think we all went through that. I think I worked in a bar and, you know, someone orders an espresso martini. I had no idea what I was making. Just <laughs> like, a shot of coffee and fucking tequila. Like, you I too. gave someone hickeys on their face with the dermaclip. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like people do their best, but it's never going to be like everyone knows everything all the time. So, and like some people go into Mecca and they know what they want or like they go into DJs and they have an idea of something, but yeah, for people that are just like way, way, way overwhelmed, it's yeah, it's a lot to to process. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some questions from our listeners as yeah. well. Um, is it worth spending extra on serums that have collagen, or should you focus on ingestible collagen? Oh, this is like a good question. Uh, my take, which is you know to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, most of the time collagen like I feel like it has a hard time it can't really penetrate your skin topically certain ingredients can definitely stimulate like your own collagen stores 
Um, I mean, I personally am like a huge fan of ingestible collagen, which is... What's your go-to brand? I mean, I've been using Vita Glow since okay. they launched. Like, I've been seeing that lately. Yeah, when they, they, I, when they literally when they were a small, smaller brand and they'd just come out with the original products, I was into it then and I still take it now. There's like, and I mean, look, I'll be honest, like some of the science in with collagen supplementation in like general is like it's not concrete, but I think it's one of those things that it cannot hurt and there is some evidence to suggest it can help Mm. and then it's kind of one of those areas where there's just going to be like more and more information will keep coming out so I mean I would say take it like ingest it yeah you know yeah we interviewed a product Optima Mm -hmm. and they actually did clinical trials yeah yeah. with their collagen powder and I think yeah we've had really good experiences yeah Yeah. well that's the thing right like VitaGlow invested like a lot of time and money in like doing a lot of testing to like actually prove their products they spent yeah the same with Optima spent like I think three years actually researching it on them so it needs to be more of that I mean there's definitely like a lot of bullshit out there in this space so it's kind of like something to be wary of and then just like from using it like i think i notice a benefit but mm. yeah i mean that's all that matters at the end of the day how it makes yeah, you feel as well I and know. if you think you're seeing a result then yeah that's it it's one of those things where like maybe yes maybe no but like let's keep give it a go i'm <laughs> <laughs> like why not <laughs> and what do you think the best product or treatments are for acne scarring oh this is hard. I mean, I've never, I've not like had severe acne scarring, so I probably couldn't be like super helpful. But I mean, like skin needling can be really, really good for skin texture. Have you tried the at home ones? I feel like that's a yes. bit. So I have like probably six like derma rollers in the cupboard. Mm. That's a lie. I probably have like two. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's one of those things I'm just too scared to do it at home. I've yeah. had it done professionally twice and I loved it. I went in or derma rolling? Microneedling. Just skin needling. Yeah. Skin needling. Yeah, yeah. 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 In, yeah. In, in like a clinic and I went in terrified and I left like a glowy cherub and I was like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. But yeah, yeah at home, I don't know. Some people have good results. It's I think it's me. scary too. Just yeah. like... I think it's just very easy to go too far. So I'm just like hesitant to be like yeah give it a crack because yeah. like yeah. people will i've be heard like, it's really good for acne scarring though yeah yes. and then yeah. i mean you'd have to talk to like an esthetician or something but yeah laser potentially yeah definitely yeah. i mean well we could add to that too i guess yeah it, yeah. it depends on the acne scarring you definitely want to go to a right. therapist yeah. or a doctor that you trust and that has lasers has like lasers rf needling needling whatever has yeah. all the options and then they can look at the scarring and do the best like cause of treatment yeah i would probably be like if it was me i would really look at like investing in kind of working with a professional who can yeah. like do a proper job yeah yeah, yeah. agreed sure. yeah and what is the best enzyme or chemical exfoliants for sensitive or reactive skin Oh, another doozy question. These are really good questions. Yeah, they're really, really putting me like on my, keeping me on my toes. For sensitive skin, again, I feel like there's not really a a perfect answer. Enzyme exfoliants, I've found in my experience, are quite gentle and are probably better if you're like super reactive or maybe you're like new to exfoliation. I mean. Not to sound like I work for Dermalogica because I do not. <laughs> and this Bloody, podcast is sponsored by Dermalogica. Send me some more of my um, my microphone. No, but 
I mean, that's like a super, super gentle, the microfoliant is like, I almost feel like you can't over exfoliate. And I mean, it depends on your skin. Like you could try, like AHA is good for kind of like surface brightening and more mature skins. And then BHAs tend to be better for... So those are ingredients that you would look out for. Yes, sorry. in the product. This no, because like thing where I'm like that's just like carry me. On. I, yeah. So if yeah. you're going for a product, you look out for the AHAs or the BHAs. Yes. Okay. So mm. to rewind, yeah, if I was looking for a chemical exfoliant, which I would probably recommend an enzyme or a chemical for a sensitive skin, because just like physical grainy scrubs are just I don't know. There's a few that are good, but I just feel like there's very on the whole, few that are good. They're very abrasive. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of like go too far down a wrong path with that but yeah aha is is better for like mature skin skin tone and texture and then bhas are like they can basically go in and unclog a pore so if you're kind of dealing with like clogged like pores acne acid, right? yeah, yeah like a salicylic acid um i i mean this is like a personal anecdote as well i feel like lactic acid which is a bha mm. is quite gentle um the alpha the dr dennis gross they have like their alpha beta peel which is amazing they have a gentle version which is probably like a nice i think i've got that oh so good (laughs) i don't use the gentle version but they have a gentle version that is good because it's like a controlled peel so you put the peel on you wait two minutes then use a deactivator so you don't kind of have acid on your face for like the foreseeable future (laughs) which is like a problem with some some exfoliants that's like a really nice option then any gentle fruit enzyme mm. exfoliant is mm. probably like a mostly safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was awesome. I don't, know how, that, I don't know how helpful that answer is, but luckily yeah. we don't have sensitive or I know. Skin, I have no. like I have like leather bag skin. So <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever like a doctor or esthetician as I say ask me yeah. about my skin type, I'm like normal. Yeah, I don't know. Like normal skin yeah. What would you say our skin types are like? I'm um, olive like complexion, four, obviously. Four <laughs> I don't know. Clear, I mean, beautiful. some part of me is even like skin types are a little bit BS because yeah, mine's it, normal. I hate yeah. that question. Like, do you find like what sort of skin type you have? It's like I don't. Did you? Did you? Do we get sat down one day and someone yeah. tells you? I mean, you I walk around and tell everyone my skin type, too. but I still <laughs> am like, well, if your skin is healthy, like it shouldn't be overly mm. oily or like uncomfortably dry. That's but, one of the biggest things I learned from i think probably our first episode was that like your skin being sensitive like people use that as an excuse but it means your barriers compromise and you can actually reverse it yeah you can yeah so if your skin was like perfectly healthy like it shouldn't be burning every time you put something on like i mean i don't like to kind of like rag on skin types because i'm like (laughs) well i'm combination but (laughs) yeah i i think that like if your skin is super healthy and like functioning at its best you shouldn't be like god i'm so greasy or like my Mm. skin is so dry like my face is going to crack in half like those are typically signs that like something's not in balance but with Mm. that being said like some people are definitely more prone to shine (laughs) but yeah some people are definitely more prone to shine some people are definitely more sensitive like to some extent but yeah Mm. i don't know and if you could wrap up with one skincare secret to share with us. Oh, God. <laughs> or makeup. Skincare, makeup. I mean, something I always do with makeup that is probably, like, not, I don't know, super common 
is like I always, I don't know if I'm doing a base, I do a base and then I put my concealer on and I just like pat it where I need it, yeah. like on a blemish or an uneven spot or whatever. And then I leave it there the whole time I'm doing my whole makeup and I yeah. literally leave it to the last minute that I'm walking out the door. And then I just really gently blend it in because I feel like it almost sets and like becomes one with your skin. And then you like don't have to barely touch it up blend it and it stays and it gives you like a really good coverage than if you were to just like spot it on blend 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 and like lose half the product mm. probably like your finger or a sponge i think so that true because like, then you have to redo it before you go out you know yeah. and like and you get the creases and then you yes. put your, oh. it almost just like f- like kind of melts in without needing to be blended mm. so i always 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 do that and the only other thing actually now look i'm like my brain's kicking into gear i'm like <laughs> yeah. i feel like this is like a weird hack, but like I always dunk my head in like ice if I'm super puffy oh. and it works. It really like gets rid of like. Do you like in your hand? Like how does. In the sink. Do you like oh, okay. I'll fill the sink oh, okay. and I'll put heaps of ice cubes in there and I'll just like cold water plunge for like Ooh. a couple minutes. Melanie Grant. <laughs> she's. Um, I get puffy eyes. So yeah. definitely. Oh my gosh. Or you could put like your sheet mask or like an under eye mask in mm-hmm. the fridge or the freezer. Oh, I yeah. do that a lot too. Freezer. Probably. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I was just do that when I was traveling back in the, back in the day. But if you'd like. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Pre-COVID. If I'd like have a really long flight or like, I don't know, if like when I'm overseas, I'm just like a big puffy mess because probably I'm eating and drinking like. I wouldn't normally at home. Yeah. But yeah, I'd always put like sheet masks or eye masks in the fridge and then in the plane, like the mini bar fridge. Mm-hmm. And Love then it. in the plane, I'd stick like a jade roller or like a massage, like some sort of facial massage tool or like yeah, a little pot. the plane just rolling her yeah, face. <laughs> I'd stick it in like a cup of ice and yeah. then like after a couple of minutes, you'd have something that was like really cold that you could use to like nice. snatch up your face a bit. Oh, because I do puff up on the plane, particularly my ankles. Oh, man. I am Ankle like, mask. <laughs> I actually can't fly without like blowing up 10 times my size. We're lucky like, we don't have to at the moment. Yeah, I know. I haven't um. had to live through that, through that for quite some time, but yes. Oh, well, thank That's you kind of so, 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 so much for joining us today and sitting in the hot seat. Yeah. That was like, honestly, wealth of knowledge and we're I really grateful so. for no, you to share you everything. So welcome. This is fun. Like, yeah. I was like, what am I going to say? Yeah. I could actually talk about beauty for like 17 hours. So <laughs> anytime. And where can our listeners find you? Stalk you? Yes. DM you? I feel like I'm on all corners of the internet, but I mean, the best place definitely to find me is on my Instagram, mm-hmm. which is just at Emily Argyle. It'll be in our show notes. Yeah. That's me. Or just Google her and there's a lot of articles. Is there? Gorgeous. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, Google is like, I don't know what's on Google. So yeah. Instagram is where I share the good ones. Yeah. But yeah. Or Google, whatever. Well, thank you. And we will see you next week on Cosmetics. Please be advised that we are not medical practitioners and that some guests may have differing perspectives from ourselves and what our brand stands for. You should always consult your medical practitioner with regards to cosmetic products and procedures and whether they are suitable for you individually, as we will not be held liable for any misinformation.